Okay, hello everyone, this is David Speaks, and this episode is going to be very interesting, and uh, it's going to be a bit complicated. It's mostly going to be not complicated, but um, there are definitely going to be some com- some nuance we're going to be going into with this episode, because uh, this topic is very deep and there's no way I'm gonna, I could cover it all in one episode but I'm going to try and give you the basics I might go over some of the other stuff later um, so this episode is about the power of love We're going to be going over what love is, why love is powerful, how you can see this love, uh, how how you can see how, how how you can actually observe this within yourself, and and more as well because we're going to be going into. um, Although I might do that in a separate episode actually because that's going to be very complicated, and if I do that. And this episode is going to be an hour long. Um, I want to make this one kind of short. Not not like too short necessarily. But it's going to be short. No, it's not going to be an hour long. It's going to be like 30 minutes maybe. Hopefully less. Hopefully a little bit around there. And this topic is something that is really interesting to me because... You know, for a while, I was not really interested in love, for the most part. It was mostly just like a thing that exists. And we're not talking about romantic love at all. We're just talking about unconditional, pure love. The feeling love that's inside of your heart that you, you may or may not be aware of. That exists, whether or not you're aware of it. Um... So, why is love powerful? Um, this, ep- this is a very complicated subject, and by no means I'm not going to cover all of it, but there's a couple of reasons. One of them is, um, so basically I'm going to be li- listing a couple of things. I might make other episodes about the, the specific uh, things listed here and other, you know, in in the future but basically the list is i mean it's it's a few bullet points um number one is because it is the beginning force in the sense um you could say that you got that love is god or love is the beginning force um I might actually do an episode in the future about the primal essence of life itself, which starts with love, but that's, you know, that's going to be far in the future. Um, One thing I might actually do, because I think a lot of people have misunderstandings about this, 
is actually make an episode about the science, the understanding demons, uh, because demons are misunderstood and they aren't seen for what they are. And so I'm going to be going over this, and it's not. It's going to be very relatable in some ways to our own shadows, um, because of what demons are really is the what you could call the shadow that's completely just been formed and there's no you know they they deny the light themselves and so i might do that that episode in the future uh and it will maybe shine a light into the shadow as well in some ways so the first on this list is that love is powerful because it's the first innocence the first is probably awareness but love and awareness you know it's very possible that they're you know <clears throat> kind of the same thing but what I mean by the first doesn't mean necessarily that it was the first thing created or the first thing that it is but it's the first thing that creates why is the world the way it's created why did somebody build a house why did somebody why did a group of people build the United States for instance uh, why did people build nations under God you know these types of things and the answer is love love for you know security and safety and love for their people wherever that might take form and it's not to say that there wasn't you know moments of not love where but the lo not love came because uh, of love for that group so it created a we they paradigm it's one of the problems with stage blue um talked about that in my episode um of spiral dynamics so that's the first reason that's the first reason Love is, the, love is the ultimate creator. It's the ultimate. The second reason is kind of following this, the first reason. Uh, in a sense, love is the ultimate uh, renewer, destroyer, and not destroyer. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, basically it is renewer, I guess. Um, and what this means is you could literally remove all negative thoughts in, in a couple of minutes by just loving just having pure love in your heart without doing anything about the love necessary just loving and sending that love out to the these thoughts or the people or whatever it is to sending that love out to people and this would eliminate all negative thoughts in minutes and seconds sometimes um, because love is the ultimate purifier of the mind and the soul. Because the love is what the soul pretty much is. Um, although it's, it's other things as well. But uh, And there's a connection with wisdom. Wisdom is in the highest source, in the highest source, or the highest source of wisdom. Or the highest um, 
yeah, the highest, um, the source of wisdom, the source of wisdom is love, but the highest form of love is, in a sense, wisdom, in a, in a sense. So, it's, it's interesting, but love, the way that it works is, and if you love people, if you love a certain person, the way that it works, that the highest love is highest wisdom, if it's done right, you could create a society that supports whatever the wisdom is, whatever the love would generate. Uh, and so in that way, the highest love equals the highest wisdom. Or the highest wisdom equals the highest love. Um, but that's that's another episode I might make in the future as well. Uh, what a, a, it's going to be, you know, it's possibly going to be our future. Future, it's other, um, you know, if other species exists now, they it's that that is now their present or their future or their past. Um. So, um. The third reason. I lost my train of thought, actually. Hold up. So, it's really interesting, actually. But the third reason is that with the highest love, which is unconditional love, it's not set, there's no condition set on it, and, there, and there's no, uh, you know, need to, you know, put conditions on it. There's no expectations or anything. But the highest love creates the highest understanding of a person or, or, or of yourself or whatever it is. And there's a, a statement. Somebody brought it to my mind actually the other day. But there was a statement uh, that was in my book, The Powers That Be, which I might make an episode about in the future. I might make an episode uh, reading certain passages from this book. Um, that relate to love and relate to joy. But there are certain passages in the book, uh, I think it mostly has to do with forgiveness I was talking about. But um, one of the things that I said was, with more love comes more understanding. And the reason is, there's multiple reasons, but one of the main ones is because, um, you know, with more love, you can actually see more because, like I said, with love, the highest love is the highest wisdom, and so, in that same way, that creates wisdom, and you and you see with wisdom what this person is, how this person is, and you know, what he's going, what he or she or they are going through, uh, and so the highest love, or with love comes understanding. Um, the fourth reason, I mean, there's, there's multiple reasons, I, I, I might stick it to three, but there, there could be more, uh, but the fourth reason could be, I'm just making stuff up now, but the fourth reason is because love, why do you do what you do? It goes back to the first, it goes back to the first reasons, actually. So th there's basically three reasons. 
the first reason is for because love is the first uh, for instance like why do you do what you do because you love to do it or you love um, you know having you know um, safety and security and so you do what you do for this reason whatever it is something like this so there's some love that's in there somewhere I'm not saying it's the purest love I'm not saying that it's the highest love but it is some kind of love Second reason is because love purifies, renews, and restores. Um, we're going to be doing a meditation regarding this in a minute, but uh, um, basically, what this means is, if you have any negative thought, what you can do is love. If, if you love for a minute or two or, or longer, you can actually watch that negative thought disappear. And the third reason is because love, the highest love is the highest wisdom. Um, I think I said it right, actually. Hold up. The third reason is because of the love is because the first... It, goes, it connects to the first. But love is equally connected to and equally is more effective when it's connected to wisdom. And wisdom is more effective when it comes to, when it comes to love. Um, but the third lo- reason is because with love, more love comes more understanding. Um, and so love brings you to wisdom. That's how the circle repeats itself. Or that's how the circle, um, you know, bites its tail, basically. Um, the, ser- the serpent, or whatever you want to call it. Anyways. Um, so. What was I going to I was going to do something else. Let me think for a second. <laughs> I keep doing that. So, before we begin with the meditation... You might be asking me, well, if all this is true, how do I find, how do I get more love? And I will be talking more about this in the future because, like I said, I have a book that goes into this and other things as well. Um, but one way of doing this, probably the easiest way, is to see whatever it is that you're trying to love as an extension of yourself. Could be a thought, could be a person, it could be an object. Whatever it is. It could be an event in time. See that as an extension of yourself. See it as you, basically. And if you're dealing with people in this way, see them as trying to do the best they can with what they have. Um, see them as... Just humans, you know, having a human experience and, you know, see them as, you know, um, not perfect and, you know, trying to work with what they have. Um, You know, this type of thing. If it's an event, you know, you could see it as like a way to really get through through an event that happened in the past is actually gratitude even if um, it's 
you know, you could use gratitude actually with uh, pretty much anything, and it's been shown that um, it actually changes emotions that, that, that were from the past and memories that were from the past. And the more that you use gratitude, the more that the memories that were actually once considered negative actually become a little bit more positive. They become neutral or positive. The more that you become grateful and you, the more that you practice gratitude. And so that's how you could deal with an event, actually. Um, but you could also love it because of that way, because gratitude is kind of another form of love in a way. It's kind of like... Love uh, in action, I guess, in some ways. Um, I once said I think wisdom is love in action, which is true enough. The highest wisdom is. Um, so, you know, just try and see. Uh, you know, there's a quote from CWG, Our Conversations with God. Uh, I think it was volume one or volume two, I'm, I'm not sure, but it says that um, in order to uh, help humankind and love humankind, you must see all of humankind as your family. And uh, that's what you could do in this situation as well. But I, I'd go further and say, see them as an extension of yourself. Um, because they are, even if you don't, you know, realize it. So... With the thought, you know, you could do the same thing because it is yourself. It is part of, you know, what you are. There's different ways of dealing with thoughts, which I might go into in other episodes. And I've gone over different ways of dealing with them before as well. But you can actually deal with a thought, with a thought, with another thought. But you have to deal with it in a non-combative way, which is the main difference. So, there's a way... Of literally removing all negativity in your mind and within like a couple of minutes. And you can remove all negativity from a space like this in a couple of minutes as well. Although it may take a little longer, but depending on the space and whatnot. But you could literally remove all negativity by using just pure love in your heart. So... Um... If you want to start, you know, get get comfortable. Just start, you know, getting calmer and breathing in and out. And if you do have any thoughts that are overwhelming you right now, See them as you, an, an extension of, of you, and just love them because you realize that if you can love them, you realize that the reason why they, they are so strong and so negative is because they don't contain love. So try and love them. Feel love in your heart.
uh, you know, if you're having trouble trying to do that, you know, you could, what you could do is to ask your soul or tell your soul, not necessarily demandingly, not necessarily demandingly, but, you know, tell your soul softly, if necessary, to feel love. It instinctively knows what that that is, because that, like I said, the love is the first thing. So it it will feel that love much stronger, actually, than you might be able to uh, feel it. And so it will be able to direct you and show you what true unconditional love is like. And feeling by by sh- directing it to uh, feel the love, feel love. It knows instinctively because, like I said, it's the first thing. And uh, it's very beautiful. The the soul's love is much different than you know, like regular love that we have um not that there's anything wrong with our love as well it's just it's you know ultimately the same it's ultimately the same thing but the soul when you ask the soul when you tell the soul to feel love it feels it a lot stronger a lot more pure than the way that we do it because there's no there's no doubt in the soul's mind, in the soul's understanding, that is, that this is what this is, whatever this is, the love. Because the soul doesn't really think in words and thoughts. The way that it works is through um, a sort of innate intelligence that's not you know, born out of thoughts and, and words. It's very, like, instinctive and uh, intuitive. Um, and it's very much aware of what love is and what, you know, lack of love does. And so whenever somebody tells you something, like whenever I tell you something, that, like, for instance, like, love is... Um, a lack of love could be is a lack of is a lack of understanding, or with more love comes more understanding. Uh, this is coming from the soul's understanding. This is not something that I created. It it was created because the soul decided to share this understanding through insight. And so, you're able to feel pure love through this process. Um, so, if you can do this, great. If you can't, you know, don't worry about it. Uh, maybe you can feel the space of love that I'm creating through this podcast. Because love is not just felt in the heart, it's not just emotion. It's also a vibration, and you will be able. To, you might be able to feel it through this podcast if you focus. 
and then you can feel it stronger that way. And then start feeling that, whatever that is, in your heart more. Because love doesn't come, for the most part, from the mind. It comes from the heart. And uh, at a certain level, the ego actually gets afraid to feel too much love because what love does is it opens up. It, it creates more oneness, which is something the ego is, for the most part, afraid of because it's, uh, it's afraid of becoming a non-person again. It's afraid of you know, losing itself and its identity and whatever love is, you know, happening right now. And, uh, you know, the ego has nothing to worry about on that front. Because whatever is, um, you know, you can stop doing it if you want now, if it's too much. But whatever is... Uh, Lost when doing this is not worth gaining back. But it may take you some time to do that because, you know, their ego is resisting. And ego, there is actually some point in, in resistance, actually, in this case. Because um, what the soul is after is not just love. But the wisdom and the insight um, to, well, not, not the soul, not necessarily the soul, but what the um, Godhead or what you are really after is not just love. Because if it was just about love, it would be over. It would be gone. It would be done. But it's not just about love. It's about matching the level of love. It's about grounding your level of love and insight and wisdom. And so the more wisdom and insight that you can get, the more love you can then give out into the world. Or vice versa, actually. Sometimes the more love that you can give out, the more wisdom and insight that you will then get back. Because what love is doing is it's purifying you of all the these um, crystallized um, things that are inside of you that keep you you stuck in the, the low consciousness paradigm. Um, so this year, in particular, has been a year of opening up. Actually, you know the coronavirus and all these things that have been happening, especially this November. It's actually an opening up, you know, because what what it, what this is what what all of this is showing you, if you look, you know, if you see it, is because first, for instance, it's November, you know, you see the the crisis with the election and all this stuff happening. Nothing seems to make sense. Nobody understands what's really happening. You know, one side says one thing, one the other side says a completely different thing. Um, what this is doing is it's 
dissolving this this old paradigm that we have of we versus they, I versus them. This old fear paradigm, and it's and it's and it's making it possible to um, open us up more to what is, to to what is actually here, what is actually the case. Because this fear paradigm is a symptom of the third density. Um, and third density is what's called self-awareness. So there's basically seven densities that make up the um, basically the spectrum of consciousness. First density is what you can call being. And you, that's what you can see with like rocks and stuff like that. They don't really move. They don't. They don't move. They don't really do anything. They're just being what they are, uh, and they're aware, um, in a sense. And the second level is movement, uh, and the higher levels of that, uh, you you see with animals and and pets are kind of. Bridging the second and third uh, densities, because you know they, when we give them names and we you know talk to them and stuff, it gives them a kind of sense of identity. So the third level is the sense of self-awareness that exists. Um, fourth density is love, where uh, depending on which path you take, you can take the negative or the positive. More likely, it is more likely you're going to be taking the positive because it's very difficult to take the negative. I'm going to be going into this in other episodes, but fourth density is love, um, and you know, basically sending this love outward in a sense. The fifth density is wisdom. The sixth density merges these things together, and at the uh, later stages of the sixth density. Um, we find what you can call the higher selves. This is what the higher self is. And the seven densities where you're merging back into God consciousness and you become one again. And then you start over the first density. Um, whatever that, and in the next universe, whatever that's going to be. So, anyways, you see how long it's been. I made about 30 minutes, sounds good. Anyways, this is uh, David Speaks, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.